Are you ready to stop the cycle of trying and failing at diets and workout programs? Are you ready to make changes in your life and health for good? Have you always struggled with consistently making your best health choices? Let's talk about it. Because what I learned in my journey so far is that living healthy God's way is actually pretty simple if you have the right mindset and perspective about it. So get ready for today's episode where I'm sharing three steps to live healthy God's way and how to really adopt a biblical perspective on your weight loss goals. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode or welcome if this is your first time tuning in. Um, I was asked recently in a podcast interview that I was doing if I could share a brief overview of a biblical view of health. And I feel like I did my best to try and keep it brief, but I realized that I really needed to say so much more. So I decided to record a quick episode for you about it too. Because the truth is that biblical weight loss is really only possible when you follow these steps to adopting a new perspective of living healthy God's way. But before I get into the three steps, though, I want to share a bit of my story. If you've been following me for a while, you've probably heard some of this. But if you're newer to the podcast, you may not know my backstory yet. See, as I was thinking about, you know, what I would share, I realized that my testimony and how I came to help moms with their health um, and my own health journey are actually all really, really connected. See, I lived a relatively healthy life and and I had began my relationship with with the Lord um, back in high school. And then, you know, over the years, I just started getting really distracted with life. You know, I I went to college, I got married, I had kids, I was working full time, you know, I was doing all of the things. And while I was doing this, I was still living fairly healthy. In fact, I was really pursuing running. If you know anything about me, you know, I'm a, a marathon runner. And, you know, I was pursuing that really hard. I was, I had, you know, two kids by this point, I was working full time. And I just, I started to really reflect on my life and realized how unhappy I was. And I realized that I had fallen hardcore for this idea that, you know, I'd be happier if I lost the baby weight, or I got back into shape after so long away from running with having the kids, or, you know, if I ate healthier, or was more disciplined, or, you know, whatever else you can, you can think of. See, I tried you know, the dieting and the strict exercise plans, but I was still an emotional mess. I was constantly yelling at my kids. I was dissatisfied in my marriage. I, you know, I just, I wasn't living joyfully. And, you know, at this point, I realized that I had tried all I could. And the only thing I really hadn't tried was actually pursuing a deeper relationship with the Lord. Like he, 
was in the back of my mind. We were kind of going to church, kind of not really, but I wasn't committed to anything. And when I realized that I was kind of at the end of myself and I had nowhere else to turn, that's when I made this commitment. I committed to get up early every single morning to read my Bible, even when I didn't feel like it or when I struggled to see that anything was changing. But the funny thing is, eventually things did change. You know, my heart began to soften, my emotions settled. I began to learn this new perspective on my purpose in life and my identity in Christ. And see, through this experience is when I learned just how connected your health is, like your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health. It is all connected and it requires effort to keep your whole self healthy. And so with this, as I sought the Lord with this new perspective of health, that's when I realized that there was a much simpler way to live healthy that was far from being consumed with the guilt and shame of trying and failing at all of the diets and workout programs on the market. See, as I adopted these techniques of mindful nutrition and joyful movement and and spiritual growth, I really began to learn what it meant to live as my healthiest self. And God started to put it on my heart to help others too. It's funny though, and I've shared this before, but you know, God often told me when he was calling me into this coaching career um, of helping moms with their health, that it was almost always a way for him to get at something deeper in their hearts. Like it wasn't just about their physical health. It was about their spiritual health. And and I've seen that over and over again as, as I've worked with clients. And even as I've continued forward in my own health journey, But that's the beauty of living healthy God's way, that it allows you the mental and emotional capacity to truly grow in an even deeper relationship with God, because you're not trying to get healthy the world's way for the world's reasons. You know, you're not obsessed with finding the diet that works for you or following the perfect workout program. You know, I will say that there is a place for those at times, but I specifically help the busy mom who feels way too stressed and busy to where she can't even begin to know where to start with her health. You know, she feels completely overwhelmed by the thought of making any changes because, you know, likely her mind is crowded with the many other pressures of life and her unhealthy lifestyle may just feel like it's going to be the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. So that is truly where my passion is coming from. It is I, I am passionate about helping women realize that there's a way to live healthy without the obsession of diet and exercise. And more importantly, that their identity is so rooted in Christ that they wholeheartedly believe and live in the truth that no amount of eating right or exercising or not doing those things will make them any more or less a daughter of the king. And so that brings me to the first of the three steps to keeping a biblical view of health. Step number one is truly realizing and believing deep down in your heart that your identity is in Christ first and nothing about your health will ever change that or will ever make you worthy or unworthy of God's love. See, I think so often the world defines health as a certain weight, you know, being disciplined enough, being super fit or whatever. And then that really feeds the lie that success in those things it is what is going to make you lovable or worthy of affection, right? But that's just not true. You know, we know that the Bible tells us that that God loves us, right? No matter what, 
There's no stipulation on it. Like grace is a free gift, things like that, right? But coming into step number two, um, you know, I like to point out that hey, Paul says, I think it's in Romans. I meant to look it up before I started recording, but here we are. Um, you know, Paul says grace doesn't give you the right to sin, right? Or in the case of your health, you know, knowing that no amount of your living healthy or unhealthy is going to change how God feels about you, like that doesn't give you the right to not care about your health. And I know for myself, I felt this way and I've talked to a lot of, a lot of women. So you, you probably feel like this too. There's kind of this tension of, you know, I know I should be living healthier, but I also am starting to understand that that doesn't define me. So what do you do next when you realize that your identity isn't found in how healthy you are, but you still know that you should be living healthier? So that brings us to step number two, and that's really the idea that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, right? Like I've talked about this before on the podcast, and you're probably familiar with the the verse in Corinthians, um, two verses in Corinthians, I believe, where, where our bodies are called the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we're called to treat our bodies well, to see ourselves as, as God sees us, and yet take care of the gift of this body that he's given us. And that's really the important mindset shift to make within yourself that that your body is a gift that you get to take care of and use well. See, as a Christian, I believe that each of us have a purpose here on this earth and our ability to carry out that purpose so often depends on our ability to show up, show up as our best, right? Like if you're exhausted all the time, you're not going to be the best mom you can be, right? If you're not prioritizing your mental health, you might end up burned out and overwhelmed in motherhood and marriage and anything else you're trying to do. You know, even if you're doing what God is calling you to do right now, the question still stands, are you able to do it to the best of your ability using what you know? So as you ponder that, I want to really key in on that last phrase, using what you know, because that brings me to step number three and understanding um, really this biblical perspective of living healthy. And that is stewardship. See, I love thinking about our health and taking care of our bodies as being a good steward. Like the parable of the talents that Jesus tells his disciples, right? You know, we are given a certain amount and we're expected to take care of it, to use it wisely and then return it to the master in the end. And I believe that 100% applies to our health. And I believe because, you know, we just talked about our bodies being gifts, right? So the better you care for it, the more you have to use for the purpose that God has for you. And the more you can return to the Father with at the end of life to receive that accolade, well done, good and faithful. You know, who doesn't want to hear that, right? But the key I like to share here is that when you're thinking about stewardship, you have to start where you are and grow from there. You only know what you know. And so if you know how to make the healthiest choice and you don't, you've maybe not been the best steward that you can. But if you don't know what the healthiest choice is, like how are you supposed to make the best choice, right? See, in the parable, there's the servant that was given the five talents and the servant that was given the two, and both of them invested and returned double, receiving that praise for what they did with what they had. But the servant who was given one, he did nothing with it out of fear. Does that make sense? So in quick summary of that, the three steps, the first is making sure that you're finding your identity in Christ first. The second step is understanding and really adopting that mindset that your body is not, is a, the temple of the Holy Spirit is a gift that God has given us that we get to take care of. And then the third one is stewardship, really understanding that 
using what you know and doing the best that you can with it is what God is calling us to do. We're called to be good stewards of all that we are given, and that includes the gift of our body. So yeah, that wasn't super brief, but I really hope that that helped sum up the perspective that I really feel like the Lord has given me so far in my life of living healthy His way. Now, you may be wondering though, like, where do you actually go from here? You know, maybe you're starting to believe this or you do wholeheartedly believe this and it sounds good, but now what? I'd venture to say if you're listening to this, you most likely have some kind of health goal, probably to lose weight. So I want to get super practical here for a minute. Now, if you listen to the episode I did a couple weeks ago about having a godly vision for your health, you probably heard me talk about the vision exercise I like to start off with um, when I'm helping women. For those that may have missed it, basically, you want to think about what you want your life and your health to look like in a year and in five years, like with as many details as possible and write it all out. I like to just journal through it, you know, ask myself questions, you know, what am I struggling with? What am I not struggling with anymore? You know, do I have an ideal weight in mind? Why do I have that ideal weight in mind? Um, You know, whatever questions come to mind so that you can really visualize for yourself um, what your life and your health would look like in a year and in five years, ideally, right? And then you pray about it. You bring it all to the Lord, like every single detail, including why, why you're wanting to get healthy um, to that point or why you want your life to look like that. And then you just sit and you listen. You listen and you ask God to share with you, you know, what he has to say about that, what he wants you to know about your health and your life and the vision that you have for it. Once you've started there, my encouragement is to truly invite God into the whole process, the whole journey to all the decisions you're making about your health and let him lead you through it all, the good and the bad. Remember, God is not a God of guilt and shame. He longs for you to live in freedom. So really, he's the safest and best place to be when things aren't going well or going how you want them to go in your health, right? Like he's the only one who can really give you the answers that you're looking for if you're listening. So now I said a lot of keywords, but I want to point out um, a specific keyword that I said just now that I really want you to hear. And that is that you must invite God into the decisions that you make about your health. See, living healthy is simply a series of choices. God gives us choices in life and, and our health is no different. Um, last week and in last week's episode, um, I had my friend Monica on and she shared some great examples of this in her testimony about making decisions out of obedience to what God is calling her to do. So my question for you is what is God calling you to do? Do you know you need to lose weight so you can be more physically able to care for those around you? You know, maybe your children, do you know you need to make yourself less busy so you can prioritize your mental health more? You know, where is it or whatever it is, you know, you're given the choice. Will you do the hard thing and be disciplined about your eating and exercise so you can lose the weight even when you don't want to or it doesn't feel good in the moment? Will you say no to the extra things in your schedule so you can take the time you need to really slow down and de-stress and spend some time with God even if you don't really want to because maybe you're more comfortable being busy? You know, just as I talked about with the third step of keeping this biblical view of health, stewardship is a choice. Are you using what you know and doing the best you can with it? Or are you 
living with a little more fear of losing what feels comfortable or what you feel like you know best. Let me share it in a more relatable example really quick. You know that you're making some pretty bad eating choices regularly. You know, maybe it's sugary sweets in excess every single day, not eating enough fruits and veggies, you know, too much coffee and not enough water. You're probably experiencing the consequences of these choices, you know, whether it be stomach issues or poor sleep or low energy and fatigue. Maybe you have almost no motivation to move your body, let alone do a full on exercise session. So what's truly stopping you from making different choices? You know, maybe you're thinking things like you should be disciplined enough to say no to sweets. You should get over the fact that you don't really like a lot of fruits and veggies and eat them anyways because they're good for you. And you you know that you're in this terrible cycle of being dependent on caffeine because you're not sleeping well. But at the same time, you're not sleeping well because of how much caffeine you're drinking, right? And deep down, you know you want to live with more energy and stop stressing about all these shoulds. But how? I think it's one choice at a time. See, the phrase I started saying all the time, which I'm seriously in love with right now, is start where you are and grow from there. So can you replace one cup of coffee with water? Can you add one fruit or veggie to every meal in a day? Can you say no to sugary sweets for one day? Probably. So use what you know and do what you can. Invite God into that whole process and lean into him when it feels hard. When you feel you've messed up, when you're seeing change too, you know, into those joyful moments of actually seeing yourself change and transform and and learning to desire to make these better choices and be a good steward of your health. He wants to be there for all of it. And there's no better place to be, let me tell you. Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself right now that you don't necessarily know enough of the right choices. And that's where I want to invite you to think about joining in on the new course that I'm creating. It's called the Empowered Health Framework. And what it does is it walks you through different ways that you can live healthy, learn to live healthy God's way. You can learn what choices are healthiest and you can learn to live with more energy and less less stress and it doesn't have to take up all of your time. You can learn to live healthy one choice at a time. And do it all God's way, all while growing in deeper relationship with him. This is going to be an online course. It's going to be a go at your own pace course. So you can take as long as you need to go through it. Or you can go through it pretty quickly in just a matter of weeks and start seeing some of the results. So if you feel like you are really having a tug on your heart that you need something to change, that that you know God is, is asking you to lose weight or live a healthier lifestyle or whatever it is, but you feel like you need a little bit of help, that you need some direction, that you maybe need a little bit of knowledge that you feel like you don't have in order to really make your best choices and be a good steward of your health, then this course is for you. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash waitlist. And I, I have that link in the show notes as well. So you can just click on that. Get yourself on the waitlist. Read a little bit more about it. Make sure you get on that waitlist because there is also going to be a discount for those that are on the waitlist. Um, this is going to be a super affordable course. And um, I just really want those who are listening to to be able to learn and understand and live healthy in a simple and yet biblical way with God as the foundation. 
And that actually brings me to the last encouragement I want to share as I wrap up this episode. Um, you know, like I shared in my story, the most important thing that you can do to is to keep seeking God first and always deepen your relationship with him above all. Like if you're following a diet or workout plan and it gets in between you and God, that's when you've got a problem. You know, if you find yourself getting too rigid or strict with yourself, if you find yourself living in this guilt and your shame again, you know, beating yourself up over every not so great choice, I just encourage you to fall back into the loving arms of the Father and remember that no amount of eating right or exercising can change his love for you or the worth that he sees in you. And then remind yourself that you get to take care of the body that God has gifted you with so that you can most effectively carry out the amazing plans and purposes that he has for your life. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.